This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Al Dukes here with uh, the Eddie Scazzeri with no Jerry Recco today. Jerry will be back Monday. Good afternoon, Eddie Scazzeri. Hello, podcast people. I got a uh, quick question from uh, Nicole, who's a big yes. Uh, listener. Yes. She wanted to know um, how you got into college football. I thought it was a good question because around here, for mm-hmm. whatever reason, I guess because we don't really have uh, a dominant college football team. Right. Right. That it wasn't very popular here for whatever reason. Right. But you was, love it. It was, uh, you know, around here, it's Army and Rutgers. Yes. Which are, you know, Army used to be a power back in the 40s. but uh, And I think Rutgers is getting better now. But they went through a period in the early 2000s under Shiano the first time. But like prior to like the 1980s, no, no, like, but, I don't remember being into yeah, Rutgers. I, I think it was, it was, a, for me, it was in the mid to late 90s and i got used to love when mike and chris did their football picks on a a friday and they also did a college segment also which was sometimes half hour or so and they would go through all the big games of the weekend they would play the fight songs and instead of nfl music for that and i just was like you know i got kind of intrigued by that and then I just started watching College Game Day. And other than Mike and Chris, the rest of the radio station really didn't talk college football at all. So I think in part it was because I was surrounded by everything else and Mets and Giants and Jets and all that. And no real college football except for that one segment each week with Mike and Chris that I I think that was part of the reason I went to it is because it wasn't something I was getting every day. And then once I started watching College Game Day and Lee Corso and Kirk Herbstreet and Chris Fowler and all that, I just really got into it. And I used to like to see, you know, who was left unbeaten and all this stuff, and it just kind of became an obsession from there. But you don't have a favorite team. She was asking that as well. I do not because, again, it wasn't anything I grew up with, didn't have any allegiances. Uh, My college team was – they're – just now Division One AA or whatever, FCS they call it now, uh, Stony Brook. And, uh, yeah, and the teams around here, Rutgers and Army, not, nothing to write home about. And I just love the whole squad. I don't really have a favorite team. I root against the teams that are really good for now, and then I root for, root for the teams that are sort of in a down 
cycle to get better, but that's about it. Yeah, I tried like in when I was working down in Tampa in Florida. Huge. It's huge, like FSU and uh, University of Florida. And Miami. Yeah, but what was weird in the Tampa area, Miami wasn't that popular. Mm-hmm. It was FSU and Florida. Mm-hmm. Those are like the and, – and it looked so – like so much fun, full stadiums, huge rivalries. I just couldn't get into it because I, I didn't know the players or – I don't know. I just and couldn't. South Florida, I think it had just begun. It was just, yeah, in my later years there. Because it had just begun. Tampa. Yeah, but they were not a factor in the first and couple I think years. they play at Raymond James now. Yeah, now now it's, it became a much bigger program. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, because Leroy Selman, the former Buck, was involved with that when it was first starting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, they came and they rose pretty quickly. They've been struggling lately, but, yeah, it's it's. You know, it's uh, football is king down in the South. College football. Yeah, anytime I hear uh, watching an NFL game and they put up and they'll be like a USF for University of South Florida, I was like, oh wow, look, they 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 started pumping out professional players. And and I would like to, you know, bucket list things. I would like to go to the world's uh, largest outdoor cocktail party. That's Florida, Georgia. That's correct. And where where is that party at? That's in Jacksonville. Oh, that's when they play. Uh, Yes. In Jacksonville, okay. Because it's roughly halfway between like the two campuses, yeah. I guess. Because I'm not sure how far Gainesville is, how far south Gainesville is of... From Georgia? From Jacksonville. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's relatively close. It's okay. not bad, yeah. So it's a longer drive from, from Athens, uh, Georgia. Yes. But And then there's the Florida-Georgia line. Is a, a That's a band, band, country music band, yep. Yeah, that's on my bucket list. All right. Uh, here's an interesting story that I saw, and I, I I always had this question if this were possible, and I guess it is possible as this story tells us. A 19-year-old Brazilian woman gave birth to twins nine months after having sex with two men on the same day. Hmm. As their first birthdays arrived, she began having doubts over who their father was, so she took a paternity test. They had two different fathers. I didn't know that was possible. Yeah, I can see how that's possible. And how uh, Geraldo or Jerry Springer never got a hold of this, or Maury. Well, you was... are the father! Yeah, that's what you would call fraternal twins. Usually yeah. it's sperm from the same dude. But hey, if, uh, you know, hey, God bless. This is what this woman says. I remember, she. so she, she, she had the... the the father of the twins, she had a DNA test result. Mm-hmm. And when it came back, the father was only one of the twins. So she says, quote, I remember that I had sex with another man and called him to take the test, which was positive. The mom says, I was surprised with the results. I didn't know this could happen. Yeah, well, it turns out it can happen. Yeah, turns out. Turns out. Uh, the doctor says it is possible to happen when two eggs from the same mother are fertilized by different men. Mm-hmm. The babies share the mother's genetic material, but they grow in different placentas. Mm-hmm. Uh, the twins are right now 16 months old, and uh, one of the fathers and the mother takes care of them. Oh, so he's involved. So that's nice. The one father's involved, and he... When they were taking a DNA test, he fed, that's when he found out he was only a father. I wonder if he treats that twin better. Well, here's the thing. Like, if 
everybody is smart about it. Yeah. You don't know which one. Oh, okay. But I think they do, like she knows. Well, how would you, unless, you know, it's a physical resemblance that is so strong. Yeah. You know, you would just say one of them. You don't know, like, how they move around in the birth canal before they're born. Yeah, who knows, right? Yeah. You are the father. Of one of us. Of one baby. Yeah. I always wondered if that, like, I was like, why doesn't Geraldo do a show on that? And people are like, I don't think that's uh, possible to do. So to this was pregnant. recent. Yeah. They're only 16 months old. Yeah. I like how she goes, I kind of remember having sex with another. You yeah. just are remembering this? Yeah. On the same day? Yeah, it was a well, good day, I guess. Like, clearly not using condoms. No, no. Or they're using very crappy condoms. Yeah, really bad ones with large holes in them. <laughs> they say about those lambskin condoms that the, um, the sperm can penetrate the lambskin, but VD can. Interesting. Yeah. So they say those lambskin condoms, I guess they feel nicer, but they're protective against pregnancy, but not STDs. Yeah. I, be I careful with those. tried one way back. You, you tried know, on a lambskin condom? You know, well, used one. You did. Uh, you know, back when, you know, this was decades ago. <laughs> I still had wore condoms. You actually um, killed the lamb yourself, and uh, yeah, it, it, it not uh, not for me. What was for, the difference? I just it was a weird. It was you know it just felt weird. To was me. it loose fitting? A little bit, yeah. And just like the texture was not not for me. I prefer the old latex. I always wonder when they come out. Like now, there are so many options for condoms. Like when they come out with the like they'll go super thin. This is like the super thinnest condom we offer. What? Why wouldn't everyone want the super thinnest condom? Yeah, right. Why would you go for the, here's a, a bulky, uncomfortable one, <laughs> and you'll feel nothing. <laughs> I used to remember, like, there was the, tr- well, I worked in drug fair in Edison, mm-hmm. Oak Tree Road. It's yes. not there anymore. The whole building's knocked down. But I was always intrigued by the condom area because I was not involved. Mm-hmm. But the most basic Trojan condom came in the red box. That was just a condom. Yeah. And right. I remember a yellow one, a gold one. Yeah, the gold one was ribbed for her pleasure. Yes. The turquoise one was uh, uh, lubed with a reservoir tip. Yes. Now they have so many. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a crazy amount. And then they had, out of all that, they had Trojans was their main brand. Then they had like Ramsey's was yeah, a brand. Yeah, I remember that one. Then they had one little package for the lambskin. Yeah. Right. That's like a lambskin. What's going on over here? Yeah. There was Ramsey's. Do you remember any other brands? No. I do. I, I use Trojans. I Trojans. I felt like Trojans was the the brand to be. That was like the respected brand yeah, that you thought was sounds masculine. Trojans. I've got my Trojans. You didn't keep one in your wallet, though, did you? Uh, Yeah, I probably did. You did, because they say that the friction sometimes... If you keep a condom in your wallet, the friction can burn little holes. Yeah, I'm sure it could. <laughs> <laughs> Guess better than nothing, though, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Better than nothing. So you haven't worn a condom in years. No, yeah. It's been since... The Reagan gosh, administration. 90s? The 90s. Yeah, early 90s. Yeah. But you tried your lambskin, then... Yeah. I used to find, like, uh, like those red condom boxes in the woods... Yeah, and sometimes Just you'll tossed. still see a used one occasionally on the ground if different 
sort of places. In New York City, mostly. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. I actually saw one in Roosevelt Park. Not really? Long ago. Yeah. A used condo? Uh-huh. In one of the uh, little used parking lots. Oh, no. Because so, sometimes when we, we take the dogs to the park, we'll go up to this other... This, it used to be a through road. Now it's a dead end. Yeah. And, and uh, it's little used. And but it allows for like a very long walk around basically the whole park, so sometimes we'll we'll do that. I I saw one there. How would you back in the day when you would use them? How would you dispose of them? Oh gosh, I don't remember, but I I did not throw them out on the ground. You That's didn't throw them out the window. You know, I, whatever I did. Would you flush them or just throw them in the garbage? Uh it depends on where we were. I think. Yeah. You know, uh, but. Yeah, I don't have a clear memory of that part of the events, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, but I know I didn't throw them out the window for sure. That you know, yes. you're not a you're not a litterer. No, no. Plus, who knows if somebody, well, if there was a crime committed in that, there you go, and they pick up your DNA, now, you'll be like, I just done. flung that out the window. Yeah. Mm, we don't know about that, right? I used to. I would, uh, I would empty it in the toilet. Interesting, and flush that. And then I would tie it up and throw it in the garbage. Interesting. Yeah. You didn't put it in the freezer then. (laughs) (laughs) I did not. No. I was nervous that, uh, think about how crazy this thought is. I was nervous that if, I didn't ever like the idea of flushing them down the toilet. That's not good for the sewer systems. Nor for your drinking water. But I thought. If I just tie it up with stuff inside there, that could be used to get for a pregnancy. Like, imagine a woman really wanted my baby, and then I leave, and then she takes it out of the garbage. I, I, uh, well, they would have to do it pretty quick. (laughs) Right, because they'll die. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I was. That's real, that's, uh, yeah, that's a bit paranoid. Yeah. (laughs) A woman be so desperate for my baby, imagine. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what I would do. Interesting. This was a random thought I had. Okay. Mainly it came up because of the Timmy Trumpet guy yes. playing at City Field. With Seinfeld's reaction. And it came up with Seinfeld's reaction. The trumpet to me looks like an easy instrument. It's only got three buttons. Yeah. Well I, I... I kn- I didn't know that that yeah. only has the three. Well, I googled it because I was like, I really feel like that only has like three buttons. It only has those three things. But also, I think the the that's like you have to develop that yeah. lung stuff to do that. Not only the lung stuff, but evidently the lip. I was doing some investigation into this. Like maybe I'll take up the horn or the trumpet. It's very irritable to your lips when you're first starting. Oh, I'm it. sure. Like you could blow out your lips. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Imagine blowing out your lips playing the trumpet. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can't because I wouldn't try, but yeah, I can see how that could be a problem. Uh, so I Googled, is it easy to learn the trumpet? And no, it's not. I'm sure it's not. No. Like it's a complicated instrument. Well, I mean, you, how long have you been fussing with the piano? Well, that has 88 keys. This is like, the, the this is just like, ding, 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 Yeah. And well, on the guitar, you tried that. That is impossible. I don't understand how people play that. Although the piano, even though it has 88 keys, it really only has that, like each section's the same, just a lower key. Right. So you have like mm-hmm. 
C-D-E-F-G-A-B, and then another C-D-E-F-G-A-B. So it's, it's broken up. It's like when people look at the radio board. Yes. And they're like, holy cow, how do you run all this? And then it's like, well, each individual thing is just one thing. All right. And and most of the time, I'm ignoring 90% of the buttons. Yeah. If not more. Right. Just like a piano, you're yeah, ignoring. I, I, they're all set where they should be, and then I don't have to look at them right. anymore. So, But it is more... It is intimidating if you have no idea what you're looking. Very at. intimidating. That's a, even even having been around and worked radio boards. When I see some sort of documentary where someone's in a, a music studio producing music, mm-hmm. those boards are oh, ginormous, that, those are crazy. Yeah, multi tracks and all that stuff. Yeah, multi tracks, and then they're like isolating different things. Each, I guess, though, if you look at it, is each thing on a board, a sliding board, a music board, audio board, each thing is just an individual item, right? Yeah. So yes. if you look at a room of musical instruments, there might be three guitars, a bass, a piano, five microphones. Each one of those gets its own slider. Yes. So then it's not as complicated. But Correct. then within those sliders, when they have all those buttons. Yeah, well, and in for in those cases, with music and like high-level audio stuff, they are tweaking the, the yes. different treble and bass and all that stuff. Yeah. Which, you know... Panning to the left, to the yes, right. Beyond me. Then I looked at the trombone. That has no buttons. That just has that slider. And that controls the whole, all yeah. the notes. Well, your lips again, huh. your lungs, and then the... And then how many does the saxophone have? I didn't look at that one. That seemed to read, like that seemed too much to me, the saxophone. Mm-hmm. But the only because I used to watch the close-ups of like Clarence Clemens playing it, it looked like a, and a bugle. lot. How many a bugle seems even simpler? Yeah, I don't think a bugle Trump. has maybe two, I maybe maybe three. I I don't know, but it's a smaller yeah horn yeah. And of course, there's the French horn, which I think is much more complicated. Yeah, that looks complicated. Even though just the way it's twisted, yes, it's complicated. Yes. That looks like it has more things. So I I don't know. I would love to try the trumpet. Yeah, I think you would find like it's a lot harder to to make any sound than you than you think. Yeah, so a couple of years ago, it was maybe many years ago now, Gary from Howard Stern show, Baba Bowie, he played a trumpet when he was a kid. So they had him bring his trumpet in and he could not make it do anything hmm. other than like really bad noises. And he had previously knew how to do it, right? Even as a kid. And he couldn't figure it out. Now and how many years was uh, later was this? Well, this was probably only probably seven to ten, maybe maybe a little longer than ten years ago. That's probably no, much no. Longer. But how long did, had it been? I don't know. Him? I think when he was a little kid, he he took lessons. It could be thirty years. Yeah, but I remember they made him. And then Fred used to have just a drop of Gary playing the trumpet poorly, <laughs> and anytime they'd be playing music coming back from break, sometimes they play Gary's trumpet in the middle of a song. And they had Gary play with James Brown one time. They made him play the trumpet. <laughs> he was just having to go. This was the back in the K-Rock days? Yeah, I think that was back in the K-Rock days. So those are called brass instruments. Yes. Woodwinds. The flute and the, I guess, I don't know what else. Would Clarinet. Be. Okay. A woodwind. Sure. Yeah. And then string instruments. Mm-hmm. Piano considered a string in- instrument because it has that's a good. That's a good. Because it ha- does have strings. Yeah, and that's a real what's piano. The sound. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would think so. You can do like on these keyboards now. And percussion, right? The other Percussion. One. There's like drums. Mm-hmm. You can have, like you can set the keyboard sound up to be horns. And then if you know the individual notes, like the CDE, the keys mm-hmm. on the keyboard, if you put it into like a horn sound, you can make you can make it sound like you know what you're doing. But that's not really playing the horn. No, no. That's all the, you know, it's like a Casio situation. Yeah, because you're not blowing into it. No. Where you could blow your lips off. <laughs> no. Yeah. I done blowed my lips right off of this with this uh, French horn. I'm going to Google that. When I go home later, I'm going to Google uh, horn injury, trumpet injuries. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, I guarantee you, I see lips all blown out. Mm-hmm. And with the harmonic, I guess that would be a, a woodwind. Yeah. I did pick up a harmonica and tried to learn to play it. It was not as difficult as you think. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I bought one in the, in a Guitar Center one day. They were like $15. I was like, I'm going to try this. See how difficult it is. Because, again, it doesn't have a lot of holes that no. you, you're plugging holes. And I will tell you that I went on to YouTube and looked at Piano Man, and someone was teaching you how to play it, I, I know I could do it if I took time. Like, it was not, you were, it was recognizable even the first couple times trying it. But blowing, but then you got to be careful with that one is there's a lot of little holes. Yes. And you only blow into certain ones. Yeah, how does that work? They're so... And your lips are all over the whole thing. Right, yeah. And then you have to do the, where you up your hand yeah, around you go, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The blues traveler guy has yeah. some more intricate than... I'm impressed by, like, you see Dylan do it, uh, Neil Young and Bruce Springsteen, where they're playing the guitar and mm-hmm. the harmonica at the same time with that... Th- the, on a mount. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's unbelievable. That's You're impressive. strumming, blowing, and right. then in between singing. Very impressive. All right, Eddie, let's do the warm-up. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Let's do the warm-up program. I yes. did that with CeeLo. Now, tomorrow's Friday, and it's a football Friday. First cool one. Bad news for you. Uh, we do have NFL picks this season. Yep, yep. That's yeah. a staple. Uh, evidently. It's a WFAN staple. Football picks. Well, and it's just a sports radio yeah. staple. You and I are not fans of the football no, picks. No, the pick segment we think has was, you know, Played out what Please. fifteen years ago? Yeah, it's played and out, and yet it still happens. Yeah, at every radio station, every show. But strangely, people do call sometimes and be like, "Did they yeah. do their picks yet?" Yeah, people I, I, love to get opinions on picks. So maybe it's you and I who are maybe, wrong. maybe, yeah. And if if I'm wrong, send me to jail. I know it's not wrong. Cool games that will do tomorrow. Yes, we will. All right, Eddie, you take it away. Two. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Bronx Bombers. It is hot. It is far. It is gone. The home of Yankees baseball is WFAN. Yankees win. The Yankees win. The fan on 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, hi there. Al Dukes here with CeeLo as Jerry continues his uh, vacation, well-deserved vacation. Good morning, CeeLo. Good morning, Al. How are you feeling? A little tired? You were up late watching the Alcaraz Center match, yeah? The what match? (laughs) Is that tennis? That's tennis. I don't watch tennis. Five hours and 15 minutes. Not watching You would have tapped out after set number one. I don't watch anything that lasts more than... 90 minutes, I thought, is your max. Was that just for for movies? Yeah, for movies and TV shows, 90 minutes. Sports, I will give three hours. Three hours, that's your cutoff. Yeah. And like for an NFL game, if after three hours, if it's like going down to the wire, I'll hang in. I was going to say, throughout the overtime, sorry, can't do it. Yeah, but uh, because those are day games. Night games, I would like to stay up. I will fall asleep. Gotcha. If I sit down on a couch at night, I am going no to pass chance. out, yeah. so I've got no chance. Didn't I see a picture of you falling asleep on the floor over the weekend? I was laying down with my dog. I was, oh, right. I yes. was bonding with my oh, dog. Okay, you guys were cuddling. That's very nice. That was uh, mi- middle of the day. Middle of the day. Middle okay, of the day, so not but I was like, A little snooze, a little yeah, midday like, snooze. You know, I let me lay down with my dog, try to bond with the dog. Very it, nice. It works sometimes. But uh, what a day yesterday, CeeLo. First of all, I'm going to say today's a good day. We woke up, well, the, these, you know, uh, sweeps. Yeah. Doubleheader sweeps, which Much we know to your surprise. doesn't happen. Imagine getting two doubleheader <laughs> in sweeps. In the same town. On the, the same, same day. town, same day, and football officially kicks off tonight. Yeah. I mean, this is the day you wake up and you go, there is hope in the world. There may be <laughs> wars going on. There may be strife in America. Democrats versus Republicans. Crime on the streets of Manhattan. Old ladies getting kicked on the subway. But Ugh. you know what? I'm going to put that all behind me today because we've got a doubleheader sweep by the Yankees, a doubleheader sweep by the Mets, albeit against scrub teams. Doesn't matter. can only play the teams on your schedule. i got to take care of business. And pro football NFL style tonight. And you'll see what? Maybe the first quarter of that game? Maybe. 
Yeah, I like to see get the vibe of what's going on, sure, the excitement. Sure. Catch up on the rest. I mean, highlight it, package tomorrow morning. Ozzy Osbourne. Oh yeah, that's the right. Halftime see, show you're tonight. Gonna miss that. You're gonna have to find that on YouTube or something. I will find it right on YouTube, or, or maybe I'll DVR it. Right. So you, you, um, your YouTube TV guys, we yeah. discussed what was that yesterday or two, yeah, days, two days, ago? days ago. So you'll feel fire that up on the DVR. I sure and will. You could probably pull that right up on your computer in the office, I right? Pull it right on up your on phone. my phone. Oh, beautiful. Watch Ozzy Osbourne kick ass. Very nice. Shred. I love you all. I hope he goes old school and does like, I am Iron Man. I mean, or Paranoid. Kind of has to go old school, doesn't he? I mean, anyone that new- knows him that's watching, that's isn't that what they... But like, they know, yeah. Well, for the masses, like you the know, masses, he's not yeah. playing just to his fan base. No, here. no, no. He's, he's playing gonna, to the masses. I think he's going to play what uh, every stadium in America yeah. still plays: Crazy Train. Right, exactly. How does that one go? Oh, I thought you and I, you were distracted, I, just I, like me, I, the strongest man Baron in the world Air. competition. Baron Air. Baron Air. <laughs> I, I, I. That's what I'll be rocking out to tonight. While of course, I'm the mainstream hit Al had blanked on there for a minute. Before I have, he's a all second. about the deep tracks. Bills Rams. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Cool game. You got no Mets tonight. Mets, these are off going to Miami. Going to Miami. You got the Twins-Yankees, another one tonight yes, at wrapping seven. up four-game set for the Rays come in. Who did The Rays did win again uh, last night. So, so that, did the Braves so yesterday. That, so that game starts at 7.05 Yankees. Then that by 8.20, that game should be over. Right, yeah, exactly. Statistically, Hour at least, score-wise. be a quick one. Should be a quick one. The <laughs> other nice thing that was both the Mets and Yankees had their ace pitchers. Do what they're supposed to be doing. Take care of business. Ace it up with Garrett Cole, with Jacob DeGrom. Mm-hmm. I was a little nervous at the beginning. Uh, that first inning, yeah, DeGrom looked look a little shaky. I thought the same thing. And then there it is. He does it again. Seven innings, eight right. days, no runs. Even Garrett Cole gives up the home run early. But once these guys settle in, like they didn't get to DeGrom in that first inning. That's Guess it. what? You missed your shot. You missed your shot, right? Dunzo and the Met offense actually gave him some uh, unusual run support for a change. Yes, they did. And Garrett Cole had a season high in strikeouts. I think it was a season high. 14? 14 strikeouts, I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure a season high. I got to double check. Yeah, so it was all good. This uh, The pitcher for the uh, Pirates had a rough go early on Oviedo Oviedo yeah Oviedo I didn't I had never heard of either guy that started the two games for the Pirates and the second yeah. guy what is it the first game or the second game it ended up basically being an opener it's all a blur now Al. yeah I think yesterday uh, is a total I think the blur first game me. fellow was an opener yeah Underwood the one, uh, no I think this oh yeah I'm looking at game two mm. yeah yeah see it gets confusing it does it gets very confusing. four games for the locals and I promised myself I wouldn't get confused like Did you, after, you made yourself that promise? Yeah, because after the first Met game, I was like, all right, this isn't confusing. I know exactly what happened. Plus, their games were pretty clean, you know, cleanly played, clear yes. cut. You know, Mets took care of business in both, whereas that first Yankee twin game was just insane. I mean, the fact that you're playing a doubleheader and the first game goes 12 innings, that sucks. Yeah. And the just the back and forth, the amount of chances that specifically for the Yankees just could not find a way to play to run. Obviously, they eventually did. But, I mean, the inning where uh, Guzman is up with the bases loaded, he was already 0 for 4 with four strikeouts. Golden Sombrero, why they batted him clean up, I don't know. I know that it was a it was a, uh, a lineup that they basically put together with duct tape to begin with. And then <laughs> before that, Glaber Torres is trying to bunt to get to Guzman. I'm like, what are you doing? What are we doing? And then base is loaded, and he taps into the old 3-2-3 double play. He's, here it is right here. He's ducking 
the throw home, and he's jogging down to first base <laughs> as they turn the double play. And they still had a chance then, but uh, Marwin Gonzalez grounded out. So it was like bases loaded. No, and then they fall behind. Boomer. Ronnie M. from Tom's River gives up the run here in the 12th. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to lose this game. They're going to lose to the Twins in 12 innings. IKF to the rescue. It was a big day and night for uh, for IKF. Just all, See, all the Yankees needed to do was put him at third base, which is where he won his gold glove in the past. So he gets the game-tying single. I think he ended up scoring the game-winning run on uh, Oswaldo Cabrera's little uh, opposite field single here. So they survive in game one, and then IKF with the big blow in the nightcap. First career grand slam. Yeah, he crushed it. How about that? I heard the Michael K call. I have not yet heard the... Of the grand slam? Yeah, of the grand slam. You want to fire John up here? Yeah. Right. How about K's call? Did you hear K's call of the game one walk-off? What did he say? Oswaldo Cabrera hit the RBI single. What did he say? Something like, a child will lead them to victory. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) dumb. And then I also his call for the judge... 55th home run. He goes, oh, double nickels. Yeah, double nickels. Yeah, he likes a, he likes a, a pun. Yeah. Glenn. A child will lead a us. A child will lead us. Uh, let's a child will lead. What was it? A child will lead us. I think I think a child will lead, or a child has led them to victory, something like that. Ch- the point Biblical. was a child. Yeah. A child. Yeah. Come on. Where is this? Where Come is on. This? Come on. All right, here we go. Come ready? Yeah, I'm yeah. ready. And the pitch swung on and hit deep to left field. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a grand slam. That man is Ralph Kinderfalefa. <laughs> Isaiah, a playoff. He drills a grand slam in the left field seats. And the Yankees take a 4-1 lead. You heard the little chuckle in the background there? I did. There? Who was that? Willie Randolph was in the booth. Oh, for is that, that right? Yeah. Oh, he enjoyed that. Yes, he did. Connor Falafa. Connor Falafa is the place <laughs> to be. Merry Christmas to you. There's only one thing and only one thing I think of when I hear that song. Christmas vacation. Very good, Al. Yeah. Well, that's how I 80s, know it. That's why. Yeah. yeah, that's how you know it. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Kind of. And every time I hear "Kind of Falafa" in you my head, I go "Kind of Falafa." See, I've not made that connection yet, but now, yeah, that's good. Me, me, me. That's where I thought John was going to go because he loves songs and older, older songs. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Huh. 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 Uh, I kind of wanted to tell you something, and now I can't think of it. All right. Well, while you think of that, can I tell you Buck Showalter, I think, actually believes your theory about doubleheaders. Oh, is that right? Winning two games in doubleheaders is hard. You know, Ethan just told me we were 14-4 and four in doubleheaders. That's, that's hard to do. So he sounds like he, knows. he was expecting split city. Yeah. He went know? in going, we're going to split this right. one. Yeah. And the Yankees going to split. And it didn't. They were not sweep city. How about that? For both of them. How about that? Chris Bassett looked really nice in uh, the game one. You know, I he, he was did pretty good. And I think it was the sixth, maybe. I was yeah. thinking because you know the Mets were it looked like they were going to be on cruise control. I'm like, oh great, Bassett can eat up a bunch of innings. They'll be all set up for game two just in case Degrom doesn't pitch deep. And then all of a sudden they started to knock him around a little bit, but he recovered and finished strong. Ten strikeouts. He ended up. What was it? Say he won seven. Seven think, innings. Right? Yeah. yeah. Seven. So innings, they got 10 seven strikeouts. out of both. Yeah. It was an ideal day for the Mets. It was a very ideal day. Now, earlier, or I don't think, I'm not sure if it was today or or the game day or the day before, but uh, I guess Jerry Seinfeld yeah. was not happy that the Mets had Timmy Trumpet come out and play live against the Dodgers. I think he just, he yeah, he doesn't like the whole thing. He doesn't like uh, celebrating in season without having won anything, which right. he felt that was and thought it was bad mojo. He actually replied, 
I don't know if this was a tweet or it was on an Instagram. Instagram. Right. So SNY had put out about that the Braves beat the A's late. What would it have been? Tuesday night, I guess. And basically tied the Mets. First time since April 11th. As we said yesterday, Mets did not have sole possession of first place. So Jerry responded on Instagram. I mean, same, hey. same as when Baja men showed up to play Who Let the Dogs Out in the 2000 World Series. The series ended right there. And then followed up with a second comment. Yeah. I blame that stupid trumpet performance celebrating in season. We haven't won anything yet. Bad mojo. I didn't. I'm I with, like that. I'm with Jerry on... I didn't like the idea they were going to be doing that Timmy trumpet, especially against the Dodgers. Right. Because you're setting yourself up for the guy not to even be needed in the game. Right. Because Which happened in the first game. He right. was there. And yeah. then they kept him, kept him around for another day, and it worked. Yep. yep. But that is, I'm with Jerry Seinfeld on this one. Bad mojo. And I forget which uh, New York reporter or beat reporter it was that basically said, you know, quietly, privately, there's some folks uh, in the Met front office yeah. that felt the same way. I mean, hey, what's the deal with the trumpet? <laughs> <laughs> Timmy trumpet. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing a Gilbert Gottfried attempt at doing a Jerry Seinfeld yeah, impression. Right. It's not very good. No, mine either. Jerry's really been out there in the public eye now. He's commenting on, on tweets. I mean, on uh, Instagram. Instagram yeah. He's modeling clothing. Yeah. He's, he's feeling it. How about that? How old are his kids these days? Maybe is he almost an empty nester? Uh, no, no. I think his daughter is uh, older, but he's, he's not an young empty kids? nester. Yeah, he still he? has young kids. How old is he now? Well, Jerry got you know a late start late in the start, marriage, started game. a family. Yeah, later in life. How old is he these days? I'm going to say Jerry Seinfeld is fifty three. <laughs> Come on, Al. What? Fifty three? Yeah. The show's been over since 1998. He looks good then. I think 98. Is that right? I think yeah, 97, 98. 98 yeah. <laughs> 53. How old is he? <laughs> He's 68. Wow. So next that year, guy's almost 70. next year he'll be 69. There you go. In April. Oh, good for him. Oh, good for him. He looks great. He does look good. Yeah, that's when, why I was thinking maybe his kids are, you know, older I, now. As I was doing the math on that, and I said Jerry was 53, 53. I'll be 53 in I was like going to say, weeks. you're putting yourself in the same category as him. Yeah, and I don't recall being his age when that show was on. Well, that's where these things go. All right. Where is it safe? For Jerry. Usually on uh, on Wikipedia here, you can find when the kids were born. So I'm, I'm good with Jerry on that. It was bad mojo. I hope it doesn't come back to bite us. I think we escaped it having won that series with the Dodgers, if they had lost that series against the Dodgers, and after the trumpet intro, Edwin Diaz blew the game, that would have been of a course, problem. But he didn't, so it's all good. But he's right. We did set ourselves up as Mets people for failure. I there. mean, sort of, but he also he compared it to Baja Men in 2000 yeah. World Series and how it basically ended the series. But, I mean, the Mets are clear of the Dodgers series now, so it's not like history repeated itself. Where do you suppose the Baja Men are right now? Who let, do you think they perform still? Who, 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 who let the, you're Googling where are the Baja men? I'm just going to see what, what they, we doing? what they did. What the hell? I spelled it wrong. By the way, <laughs> the Yankees did so well yesterday. Even Aaron Hicks had three RBIs. How about I mean, that? That's when you know things are cooking for you. Yeah. A bases clearing double. Hit lead off in game two. Nice. Boomer had uh, sent a, uh, a, uh, to me and Gio, a screen grab of the Yankee lineup for game one. Yeah. He's like, what is you know, Oh, what we, is I, that was all of Twitter, myself yeah. included. So, But then, uh, and then Gio wrote back, he goes, 
There's no one in the stands. The game's on Amazon Prime. Like, yeah, who there's cares? no vibe to this. <laughs> at, it's a doubleheader. 12 innings. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I think, I have to double check, I think by the end, the only two guys available on the Yankee bench were Stanton and LeMahieu. And as we know, they really weren't Because they're available, injured. Nor did they play in game two. The Baja men. Yeah. I love there's a section in Wikipedia, recent years. Recent years. What have we done for you lately? <laughs> uh, let's see. Someone covered who let the door. Oh, I got to check this out. I know this band. Who? Our Last Night. They're like a, they're like a metal, heavy metal, like almost like punk rock, heavy metal band that covers hits. Okay. They did a cover of Who Let the Dogs Out. I'm going to have to check that out. Oh, yeah. It's that might be, be pretty good, actually. So maybe I'll come back from, uh, from break with that. Yeah. Who? Who, 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 who? The original or the, the metal no, cover? No, the metal, the, the punk rock cover. I can help you out with that. All right, um, let's take a break here. When we come back, I've got some football news because the Raiders and football are back. <laughs> uh, and then a Boomer and Gio will be here at uh, 6 a.m. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I'm with C-Light today. This is not the Baja men. No, I got tired of them already. Clarify. I wanted to feel like I was going to fight somebody, so yeah. I wanted to be like, give me some Metallica. Give me fuel. Give me fire. Get fired up for tonight. Give me that which I desire. By the way, um... Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to join us today. Yeah. I said yes to that one without even asking. I know you're not a phoner guy, but. Whoa, 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 Fitzpatrick, you blow. (laughs) I don't think we can play that for him. Oh, I think you should. Don't I have any positive ones about him? (laughs) I thought I had a good one for him. Yeah, let's do this one. That was after yeah, he ended one. his holdout in the summer, probably. Ryan Fitzpatrick. He can do anything. 
that he desires. Fitzpatrick. Yeah, those are good ones. Let's I want to. I'm going to need to remind Boomer and Geo to ask him how it feels knowing he is the only. I mean, how will they, how will they word this? Let's see. Now that Zach Wilson is going to miss time, we know for sure, and Joe Flacco is going to start at least one game, if it sounds like three, the Jets will not have had a season where they've only started one quarterback since Fitzy's magical run in 2015. He started every game? Well, yeah, because Geno got, as Todd Bowles put it, cold-cocked by I.K. Hanifali <laughs> in, uh, in training camp, and Fitzpatrick, of course, took over while Geno had the jaw surgery and was yeah. out. And they almost made the playoffs. Yeah, he had a good year. Week 17 in Buffalo. And yeah. they just missed out. But he I, started every game. I liked Ryan Fitzpatrick. I did too. But I'm just saying, think about it. It's going to be seven seven years, seven seasons the Jets have had to use multiple quarterbacks. They've not had a single season where they just started one guy. How about that? And you're having him on this morning. How about it? Gino, we know you you like to go back to blow. Yeah, Ryan said a song. lot of stuff. Fitzpatrick blows, Gino blows. Yeah. <laughs> you probably did an Eli blows at some point. Uh, I don't know. I, I couldn't <laughs> find a thing that rhymed with that one. <laughs> so Ryan Fitzpatrick will be here. But what's weird is he's promoting Thursday Night Football, which doesn't start till next week, as we just heard in that commercial. Yeah, it break. doesn't start till next week on right. Amazon Prime, right. which, yes. which he's a part of. Yeah. Tonight it's on NBC. Yes, because it's the season opening game. And it's also on... I believe NFL Network, probably really? the same broadcast. Okay, this is what I googled it. This is what it says, and it's also streaming for free on those platforms. All right, so a lot of availability tonight. It's sort yes. of like, hey, welcome hey, look, back. You get a free shot, but starting next week, we're going to confuse y'all. Going to need your money because next yeah. week, no matter how often you tell people, they're going to NBC. Next Thursday right. night, going, where's Well, that's the game? probably why they're putting fits on all over the country oh, this morning. Yes. Say, hey, listen, enjoy the game tonight, but just remember, next week, you're with us on Amazon. I said to them, why not put them on next week? Well, maybe they'll do that next week somewhere else. I don't know. I don't know. Why well, they just know? tell me the name of the movie you've selected. I mean, hey. So you mentioned Zach Wilson likely out until week four. Yeah. For the life of me, and I know I'm not the only one who, who said it this way yesterday, it doesn't, I, I don't know. <sighs> I would say this. Having covered the Jets, yes. my conspiracy theory radar goes up easily. Why? Because they just always seem to make things more complicated than they need to be, right? So right. Monday, Robert Sala was at, I played the cut here. Yeah. So it's there's a chance Zach could play. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. That's possible. I'm going to see how he comes out of this workout tomorrow. And now yesterday was, oh, yeah, week four at the earliest. Right, but there, but apparently there was no setback. Oh, he's great. He's fantastic. He feels great. So, so we thought he might be ready to roll in a couple of days, but now it's going to be four weeks. And then the idea that this was somehow gamesmanship and it messed up the Ravens. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, the Ravens are very confused now. They're scrambling. They I'll are play, scrambling. I'll play a cut later this morning. They asked Lamar Jackson about it yesterday, and it was like, yeah, so Joe Flacco's starting, and he basically laughed. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Now I don't know if that was a shot at Joe Flacco or just sort of like a yeah, no kidding. It was just, we all knew nobody, oh, no see. one in the building thought Zach Wilson was starting the game. So if they tried to pull a fast one on us, it didn't work. Right. It's not like Zach Wilson's Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes. I think they'd be able to <laughs> well contain him as the well. The only thing I'd say is they're different style players. Obviously, you know Wilson has the ability to run around, has some mobility. Heck, that's how he got hurt because he was scrambling. Joe Flacco is a he's a pocket a guy. pillar. Of uh, concrete back there. Yeah, pocket guy. Exactly. Pocket passer. Yeah. I prefer a pocket passer. Pocket passer. 
Yeah, it's more classic football. I like a pocket passer. It's more sustainable in the long run. Yeah, yeah. you're running around. You're going to get smacked around a lot. Yeah, well. Now, this you is get how to watch you know, a pocket passer until week four in Pittsburgh now. Well, apparently. I mean, I, yeah, I don't want to watch Joe Flacco as pocket. I mean, like a Tom Brady's a nice pocket passer. Sure. Well, he's also, yeah. boom. He gets Arguably the greatest of all time. Two drops, two steps, boom. Gets rid, rid of, of it ball. quickly, yep. Now, you know how the Jets and Giants are perceived around the league when you look at who gets to announce their games. Yes. And for years now, it has been the, the lesser. The lesser, yeah. The lesser, guys. The no lesser. knock on them. I mean, there's a depth chart. Just way the same way as a depth chart for professional teams, you have one for broadcast teams as well. Yeah, but you also think, you would think, oh, it's the New York market. No one cares anymore. Yeah, just like I told you yesterday about the Yankees. What What does that mean? The brand, the history. I mean, what what have you done lately? So here we go. The Jets announcers for week one, Jets Ravens, will be Andrew Catalan. Mm-hmm. Who's done a lot of their games in recent years. James Lofton. Yep. And someone named Michael Grady. Never heard of that guy. Michael Grady, I believe, was uh, he's done some net stuff, if I'm not mistaken. This is the NFL. Yeah, well, he's, he's your sideline guy. We don't need sideline people anymore. But they, they have them we on these broadcast teams. They have to tell you what the coaches said at halftime. <laughs> I like they're like, uh, well, spoke with Robert Sala at the half. Uh, he says the Jets, they, they need to play better. Uh, let's got to make plays. You got to stop taking penalties. Let's check in on the injury. It looks like right. he had a broken ankle. Let's <laughs> go down to the sideline. Yeah, he's a broken ankle. Thank you. Back <laughs> he, to you he's guys. He's been ruled out. He won't return. Giants announcers for week one on Fox. Kevin Kugler. Mark Sanchez. Wow. And Laura Oakman. Yeah. Mm. It's not yeah. bad. I, th- I think uh, it's fine. I think it's let's fine. Go, Marks, let's flip uh, James Lofton and Mark Sanchez. Put Sanchez on the jet game. Yeah. But he works for Fox. Is that the same James Lofton that was like a wide receiver yeah. for the Packers? And, and the Bills. And the Bills, yeah. yeah. I know him as a long-time He's been doing Packer, it a 80s. long... He's been doing this a long, yeah, while. Yeah, very long time. Yeah, he's done West, does Westwood stuff, too. Yeah. Another sign of a disrespect. I'm sure the uh, Ravens and Tennessee Titans will be very popular for the knockout pools. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I've already I don't know s- about the Titans, the Ravens. Oh, I've think. selected the Titans. Oh, wow. Really? Week one. They were my number one. Are I- you, You're in the knockout pool here? Yeah, well, the Marash one. Yeah, well, here in the building, yeah. yeah Titans already- for Eddie, okay. I'm already eyeballing these. I don't bet sports except for the NFL. Okay. I do like to bet NFL games. Uh, I'm already looking at, like, my parlay. Jets lost, Giants lost, and I just got to pick, like, one more. Right. And there's a three-game parlay. Yeah. Yeah. $5 parlay. No, you got to put up a little more than $5 for those. Oh, you do? Yeah. If you're doing a five-teamer. You did the five-teamer? Yeah. uh, The five-teamers are very tough to hit. Of course. Yeah. Three-teamers are tough to hit. But uh, Are you betting these are money lines or spread? Well, if I I do a parlay, I do money lines. Okay. So, yeah, with that, you... I mean, the Ravens and the Titans are probably, I would say, at least minus 200 apiece, if not more. Oh, so it's not going to get me anything? Well, you, it, depends, it, it depends on what you pick for the third game. I mean, what do you, right, want, you, and what do you want the total odds to mean? Like even money for the three teams or what? No, I want big money. Yeah, want, you're not getting, not if you're betting money line. This is what sucks with betting. They don't want you to win straight up cash, homie. Well, they're, they're covering themselves. I know. That's what I don't like. I just the Ravens to- are minus 330. And depending on which book you look at. Okay. And the Titans are minus 240. So that's not going to be good. So those two together. <laughs> that means I got to pick an upset for my third one. Those two together minus 119. So you're not even at even money just with the two of them. 
That stinks. But no, on I mean, if ice. you picked like, let me see here. It stinks on ice, CeeLo. Come on with the, I know I'm not what signed in with the state there? I'm in. Come, relax. Like if you picked another pretty strong favor, like yeah. so for example, the 49ers at the Bears, the 49ers are minus 330. I'm not okay. saying that's what you do, but it's a comparable. Let's say I pick so it. those three, you know, decent favorites get you to like plus 140. Okay. So 10 to win 14 or 100 to win 140. That's not bad. That's not bad, but not great. I want big odds. That's why I like the $5 five team parlay. Yeah, but it's hard $5. to hit five of them. <laughs> Not only that, they, I was doing that with the spread. Right, yeah, no kidding. What's the spread? Because the spreads are all going to be, you know, right in the minus 110 area. I hate the spreads. <laughs> they always know what, what the spread to pick. Yeah, of course. Which is so annoying. Vegas knows. How do they know? Ah, uh, They've got How people they that are it? crunching the numbers. Ooh. Professionals. Professional line, number crunchers. Line, odds makers, line makers, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they do that. They know what they're doing. It's an art. It's a science. It is an art. Those are two opposite things, I guess. Oh, and how about this? First of all, the Buffalo Bills, two other football notes. The Buffalo Bills are a favorite to win the Super Bowl for the first time since the 90s. Yeah, and basically the whole world is picking them. I saw that. NFL Net, Rich Eisen's whatever NFL Network show. Like, I think all five of them yes. picked the Bills to win. Well, yeah. Why are we not picking the Chiefs or the Chargers or the Bengals? Because people think it's the Bills' time. It's the Bills' year. They're an ascending team. They came within a Chiefs' miracle of winning that game at Arrowhead last year. You know? I feel like people are writing the Chiefs off this year. Well... I saw or, some power rankings. I don't from know about writing guys. them off. Bart, Bart Scott yesterday picked them to miss the playoffs. What? That. Yeah. Bart they Scott. play in arguably on paper the toughest division in football. Yeah. The teams around them, uh, people feel, have improved. And why do people think the Broncos are going to be so good? Just because they have a quarterback. Yeah, because last year, because they have a good roster and the quarterback play has been abysmal, and now they have a guy who's a proven winner. It doesn't mean, doesn't guarantee them anything. But I can understand where the defense is legit. They've got some pieces at wide receiver. They got a good uh, young running back in uh, Javante Williams, and now you bring Russell Wilson in and take your shot. How about this, Bart Scott? I'm going to say the Broncos don't make the playoffs. Way below average. Below average. So anyway, with the Chiefs, Tyreek Hill's gone. You know, it's like how many years are they going to be the team to beat? Tough division. I'm just I'm playing devil's advocate right. to your response. Yeah, because I'm not counting them out. Odd. I saw I saw somebody, I don't know who had this. They had a list of elite teams, average teams, and like below average. Below. The Chiefs were in like average. Average the Chiefs are not. Well, average. how many teams were in the elite category? A lot. What's a lot? Five? No, they had like at least ten. And whose list was this? I don't know, some yeah, exactly. Punk on Twitter. <laughs> I was on Twitter, it wasn't even like a It wasn't a rando, but it, I I can't tell you who it was. Yeah, of course. No idea. You didn't take note. You didn't source it. Speaking of, oh, which, you know what it was? Okay, go ahead. It was it was a uh, it was a thing about uh, Madden teams that you oh, that'll God. win. Yeah. So it's uh, completely irrelevant to the conversation we're having. It's great. So says you. What are you saying? What were you saying before I? Well, I just brought, I was saying you got to check your sourcing, and I said speaking of which. Oh yeah, so, we'll do that. Okay. Next. We'll do it on the other side. Got it lawsuits i've got a couple more yankee notes i got another uh, football note and then a boomer and geo i feel like we're forgetting something important there i was like how have we not discussed this yet well google it during the break okay boomer and geo will be here at six they're, they're right now right now they're 
they're crunching numbers. Are they? I assume yeah. they were getting their TV makeup applied. No, they're crunching oh, okay. numbers. They're crunching getting crunching cereal, maybe crunching <laughs> cereal and numbers. They're uh, breaking down their hot takes for the day. Boomer's deciding, you know, what he's going to complain about from my perspective today. They're perfecting their open right now. He's listening to Fox News, seeing who he can attack, getting his talking <laughs> points for the day. Probably his NHL network on back there. No, Either I'm that not. or Fox News. <laughs> He's got a, a I would, picture in picture, Fox News <laughs> and the NHL network. All right, Eddie, take it away. Welcome back to the warm up program. My name is Al Dukes. I've got CeeLo here today. I've got Eddie here today. Uh, Jerry will be back Monday, fresh off a Cowboy uh, Buccaneer <laughs> Sunday night game. Fresh off a late post-game show into oh, the yeah. wee hours of Monday morning. Oh, yeah. After coming back from a vacation, I mean, well, he's he should be well-rested. No sleep. I'm on no sleep. Thank you. I'm glad you didn't no make me sleep. do it. Yeah. A couple well, of I'm things. Uh, you brought up a lawsuit. Oh, damn. Sorry, Eddie. I, hit the, I shut that off before you faded it down. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Uh, Doug Gottlieb. Boring. <laughs> Him or the story? Which one, Eddie? Both. Both. <laughs> it's a weird story because yeah. the Doug Gottlieb thing, he uh, had said uh, during the Braves and Freddie Freeman situation that uh, Casey Close, the, uh, the the agent for Freddie Freeman, never presented Freddie Freeman with the deal that the Braves were offering. Right. This was around when Freddie went back to Atlanta and he was emotional. Yeah, he was crying. And he was going through some stuff with Casey Close and his representation and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and Doug Gottlieb said uh, he never presented him the thing. Yeah. The, the offer. And to which Casey Close said that was fake news, sad, and then slapped him with a lawsuit. Right. First of all, that you can't slap someone with a lawsuit for that. Sure you can. My sources. Uh, that, First of all, you you can you can technically you can bring a lawsuit against anyone for almost anything these days. Doesn't mean you're going to win, right? But you can. So what was it? Libel, defamation. What was the? Uh, yeah, I guess like that. Uh, Doug Gottlieb hurt his reputation reputation as an agent, and who would want to come Slander. sign with him? Yeah. if uh, he's not presenting all offers. Right. So Doug Gottlieb, I guess, uh, in order to not get sued. Put out a uh, apology. Basically fell on the sword. Yeah. Quote, I prematurely reported on these events and simply got it wrong. Right. So I would just sue every talk radio host in the country then. <laughs> just sue <laughs> them all. Don't give anyone any ideas, Al. Yeah. I, I was worried for Sal, this uh, the overnight tonight. I heard him talking about Aaron Judge. And he's like, hey, you know, and nobody else is even at 40 home runs. Aaron Judge has 55. You know, does any, is anyone concerned that he's, you know... He was on that again this morning? He was on that this morning. Because he brought that up last week. I oh, heard him say it again yesterday yeah. or prior show. He's like, listen, I'm not saying... I don't think right. so, but you I'm have to slap ask him the with question, you know... Yeah. And he said it on SNY also. So he's Uh-oh. okay. So he's been saying it quite a bit. He's that's, tripling down. I think that's actually a quadruple. Wow. Well, you mean three different... I got you. Three different platforms, Eddie. Yeah. So, like, why couldn't that... Why couldn't Aaron Judge know? Sue Sal. I don't know. I don't have the answer to that question. We're allowed to go like this. That's part of being famous. You're because I would say, say because Sal is not people. presenting it as fact, whereas it seemed like Doug's 
well, I don't know, he could have said my sources say that he didn't even present them with the thing. Yeah, but that's your reporting and you're citing that you got the information from somewhere rather than it just being your opinion that you're just, you know, you're just, well, here's what I think. So if he would have said, it's my opinion, this guy probably Like if even... judges or if uh, Sal was saying, you know, I've heard from some people that judge might be juicing. That'd be different. That'd be different. Different story. If he had sources. Right. But then you don't have to give up your sources. That's freedom of the press. Yeah, that's where it gets a little hairy. And by the way, Aaron Judge, he's just a huge guy. Uh, he's but he's he's been a huge guy since exactly. he came into the league. Right. He's not Barry Bonds, who Barry Bonds was a stick figure. I see. Okay. Sudden, I see what you're saying. Like yeah. Aaron Judge is a big guy. He's got yeah. big reach. I see some of these pitches that that yeah, Judge yeah. hits out there. Uh, now, for some reason, guys are still throwing fastballs right, right down the down middle. Down the middle. That was, yeah. When he hit the fifty plus the first time, Judge did he miss? Any games that year or in 2017? 52. Uh, he might have missed a few, but I think he played a pretty like I don't. I don't think rookie. he was. I don't think he was on the IL or anything like that. Was that his rookie year? It was. Yeah, he had a cup of coffee in 16, 84 at bats. So you don't think now 2017 he played 155 games. So that's that's a full season. So you don't think from his rookie year to this year he got better as a hitter? Of course he did. Oh yeah, for sure. And he's got motivation out the wazoo. Exactly. Yeah, the home run he hit yesterday was a fastball right down the middle. It is, but weird they also he also walked five times in the two games. Three of them were intentional. So we're starting to, especially with the lineup the Yankees put out there in both cases. The guy he hit the home run off yesterday, this was a new pitcher, mm-hmm. and this guy had his uh, whole family and all there, and you could tell because they were the only ones in the ballpark. Like it was legitimately this pitcher's family, right, and, and friends, and he struck. Aaron Judge out. And they went nuts. And was probably feeling himself like, I just threw this ball right back. Then Judge gets up against them again and... (laughs) 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 Double nickels. I love your sound (laughs) effects. Is he this era's Dave Kingman? He's getting there. He's getting there. Yeah, but was Dave Kingman... He's a better player than Well, I was going to say, was he as well-rounded a hitter? No. No. No, Dave Kingman was... Strikeout or homer. (laughs) Back when you didn't... Like, now... Imagine now, because now people striking out is much more common. Oh, yeah. Like, Dave Kingman had a lot of strikeouts when not everyone was striking out. He would legitimately be home runner strikeout now. And Judge is a thicker man. Thicker. Mm. And Judge, you know, sometimes when a ball's away, Judge will go opposite field. But Kingman was a ton of home runs to right field. Kingman was powerful. Country strong. Did he have a great throwing arm, too, or am I making that Uh, up? That I don't know. Dave Kingman? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I'm thinking of someone else then that played out. Joel Youngblood. Joel Youngblood. No, that's not who I'm thinking of. He was awesome. The right fielder. Did Kingman play for the Pirates? No, no, you're thinking of Dave Parker. There it is. I knew it was a Dave. Oh, he threw some dude out in the when All-Star they had the, game. When they had the striped hats. Yes. The black and yellow hats with the horizontal yep. stripes. Stearns, this is before your time, Al. It was 70s. So I thought John Stearns maybe broke his jaw like a collision at the plate. Is that right? I saw like, John Stearns, by the way, at the Met uh, Old Timers Day. He, he looked uh, not well, which was sad because to me he was... Just so, he was John Wayne. Yeah, he was like the first... Baseball player, I remember, other than Tom Seaver as a Met. Wow. Was John Stearns. For me, it was Kingman. Oh, other than Seaver. I know I went, I used to go to one Met game a year in the early 80s. We would, Me and my dad would go to one Met game a year, and I would get the program and everything. And one of the years on the program, Dave Kingman. Dave Kingman. 
All right, before Al goes too far down his uh, 80s nostalgia, well, that's uh, not even 80s. That's probably 70s with that or 80s? No, I think it was early 80s. Early 80s. Yeah. Okay, very good. Let's get to a break. Yeah, he's still alive, Dave Kingman. Got it. Yes, and I confused Why him with Dave Parker. Why he wasn't invited back, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you could talk to the Mets about that. While you contemplate the next move, let's uh, get a sports minute from Amy. We had Radio New Year on Tuesday. Tonight, it's NFL New Year. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. How about this? The Mets sweep a doubleheader, the Yankees sweep a doubleheader, NFL football tonight, and CeeLo, I don't know if you're a collector of any type, but uh, Ty Cobb's dentures are up for auction, <laughs> if you're interested. How much are those? What's I'm not the sure opening what, bid? I'm not sure what the opening <laughs> bid is, but it's both top and bottom dentures. Oh, okay. So, double dip. And I did get a Thank look at the head that they got. Uh, Ted Sword. Williams' head. All right. Frozen. going to auction that off? Uh, no, he's waiting like Eddie uh, for when the first contact comes and we can connect his head to a <laughs> to another person's body and then he can live again. <laughs> live, damn it. Live. You had one guy that you'd want to keep their head. <laughs> whose, whose head would you want to keep? Well, you'd probably want to keep Bruce Springsteen's head, right? Um, yeah, probably. I'll take a frozen head, then yeah. put him on a rocker, a, new, a young rocker's body when uh, the aliens return and give us first contact. What WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD One, New York, always live on the Free Odyssey app.